Hi, and welcome to my limits episode. Well, today I decided to change my location of my recording. I used to record my podcast downstairs in my kitchen, but you know, I don't know if you have a if you have a cat or a dog, and you buy those, you know, like a little water fountain, and it keeps running. Well, I want makes a noise, and then I've got my laundry on, I've got the dryer on downstairs, and I thought. You know, this sounds a bit too noisy. And then, really, my couch. Um, Olivia was jumping on it, and we got a little tent going, and then the cat's on the couch, and I thought, I don't want to wake up the cat. I'll just go and find another recording place. So, I am in my daughter's closet. The door's locked, so... I just thought, hey, this would be a good studio, you know... I'm upstairs, I don't know why I say upstairs, but I was downstairs, I'm going upstairs, that's pretty cool, and it's quite comfy in the closet, it's pretty big, I mean, it's bigger than, it's the biggest closet, and it's got a little storage, and I I really should take a photo of it, because, you know, (laughs) it's got this, kind of like um, a closet where, I don't know how to explain it. And I don't want to stop because then if I stop and then I'll lose my thought. Anywho, so we were given a a crib from one of our good friends when she was a baby. And so what we've done now, because now we've just put her crib next to our bed, we've just taken one side of the arm down. So I've put that side of the arm against this kind of like a wall so she can climb up so it's it's now become a ladder so now she climbs up and then she can just (sighs) jump on the closet space and it probably doesn't make sense but yeah it's pretty cool how this closet is anyhow so I was thinking today I should get back into my podcasting because if I do at least a few a week then um you know some nuggets of of wisdom will come out. Well, today, Olivia and I were going to Maya, which I always call Majaya Supermarket. And as I was pulling up in the parking lot, I see, you know, rubbish, you know, on the side of the, um, on the um, parking lot. It's almost like someone had just decided to clean their car out and just instead of looking for the rubbish bin they decided oh you know what that looks convenient I'll just dump it out here so I knew as I was driving up you know we parked opposite I knew Olivia was going to say mummy look because she, she has this thing where, wherever we go because I always tell her you make a mess you pick it up so she's saying so she enjoys picking up rubbish when we go to the park if we go to supermarket if she sees something she'll want to pick up rubbish so that's what we do we pick up rubbish we pick up other people's rubbish for walking past it which is good too because it teaches her like and i have always done this you know it's always keeping you know contributing to your community or where you live in a positive way is always good regardless if you get you know people notice it or not it's you know it's good character building so I knew I was like oh no she wants to go and pick that up and it's a lot of rubbish and I don't feel like picking up rubbish I mean aka I mean it's not my rubbish but then I thought for 
you're always about teaching Olivia and now she's teaching you and this would be a good teach another good teachable moment so I thought to myself okay if there is rubbish if there, if I have a plastic bag in my in my car then okay fine if not I'll just kind of make an excuse like oh come on don't worry about that we'll just you know we'll just do something else like trying to put a blind side eye to it. Well, as soon as I got her car seat, as soon as I got her out of the car seat, she was like, Mummy, Mummy. She was pointing to it. And I went, Yeah. I said, Do you want to pick up the rubbish? Is that what you want? And she said, Ay, ay. That means yes. And I'm like, Okay then. So I go and look at my car, and there's a, there's a plastic bag, a supermarket bag. So I'm like, Let's go. And she is having fun picking it up. But before that, when I was driving up in the parking lot, you know, um, one of the workers there, the one who puts all the trolleys, you know, gets the trolleys or uh, in the parking lot, takes it back to it in the supermarket. I thought he was going to pick it up as I was driving, but he just kicked the rubbish and just walked away to go and get the trolleys. And I thought, I thought you know, what kind of worker is that? If I was working, I would pick up that rubbish. But then he's probably thinking, I didn't do the mess. But I thought, you know what? If he does that, then he doesn't go over and above. Or maybe he's, you know, whatever. Anyhow, so I thought, okay. So we're picking up the rubbish. And, you know, and then I started thinking, you know what? What if people started thinking that we're the one that littered it? We're the one that, that's our rubbish. Now they're judging us. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Judge away. I don't care. And this is just for me and my daughter. So after we picked it up, I was like high-fiving her. And then we go into the supermarket. But here's the thing. You know, they always have those quarter candy machines. You can get stickers, little bouncy balls or candy. And, okay, this is what I do. Jeremy and I, we don't put... It's really, really that we put our money in the machines. So... <laughs> You know, I wouldn't recommend this to you if you're, like, real germaphobic. She will, I always tell her, you know, whatever you find, you can have. So, I was like, I mean, but I always have my quarters with me, but I just don't do it. Because then if I say, if you don't find anything, well, you just don't, you don't eat the candy. So, she looked up and I was like, God, please just give her the two candies. And she looked up and she found someone didn't get all the candy out now. I don't know how long that candy's been there for real. I don't really, I, you know, just, I don't really know how long it's been in there. But I thought, whatever you eat, you know, that's what you can get. And she found it, and she got two candies, and I was like, yeah, thank you. And we were jumping up and down, high-fiving each other, because I was thinking, that's your reward. <laughs> but then she was like, mummy, a blue candy, but she got a green and a red one. Well, she had the green one as we were walking around doing a shopping shit she did not like the green and then she had her red little candy that she found in that um, machine and she was looking at hold on but then she was like I want a blue one I want a blue candy so as we're entering out okay she didn't find it in the machine but she looked down and there was one on the floor <laughs> yeah so <laughs> she ran and she picked it up and I was like you know what okay whatever I looked at it it looked pretty okay and she was going blue and blue and we were high-fiving each other now you're thinking your daughter's eating candy off the floor in a supermarket well it's carpeted and it wasn't there when we walked in because I saw it so it's obviously someone had used the machine within the 20 minutes we were there and just dropped it on the floor I mean that's what I'm going with anyhow so 
<laughs> you probably think that is so gross but you know it's by the cleaning machine so it's fine i mean my daughter when she goes to those uh quarter machines i mean she is scraping her finger because she knows that mum and dad will not put a quarter in there <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm like, really, seriously, you're going to scrape your fingers to get some candy out, like, try and taste something? It's, yeah, people are like, and that's why she's got germs. No, a lot of allergies. It's just that it is what it is. Anyhow, so what was my lesson to that? Sometimes you're going to get a reward. <sighs> or sometimes your parents are cheap and they could just buy it. But here's the thing. Her picking up the rubbish, I I want to keep teaching her. Sometimes, you know, doing good stuff, you're not always going to get a pat on the back from anybody. So, um, that's my goal. Like, she, I know she, we, we praise her a lot, Jeremy and I, and she gets that from her parents. But I want to keep teaching her you got to start doing things because it's the right thing to do. No matter what anyone says, you could be the only one not do. you know. You could be the only one doing it. And no one's going to say bah humbug to you. And you may not get recognized for it. Um, you, you might even get criticized for it. But it was the right thing. So that's my character building. And what else I was going to say? Oh, I was talking to Jeremy about... Um, just just stuff about with little local adventures. Well, February is my launch date, right? 2020. And so far, um, you know, none of the parents has said none of the 58, except for one, but she's my right-hand person. Uh, the other 57 haven't said anything about joining or yeah. They said they liked it. 40, 44 of them said they liked it. The others, whatever, said they had. You know, I didn't make any comment. But I am on the move of, right now, I'm still meeting with people in the community who, who build, prog who write programs, who design and create programs in our community. So here I am meeting these people and saying, look, I have a bunch of people who want to participate. Well, they might they want to participate now, but I'm at the back of my mind. I was like, I might not have anyone who want to participate next year, but I'm acting like there's going to be people who are going to be participate. So I'm telling Jeremy, I am just going on belief, and you know, talking to people and working alongside, finding finding different programs. And now my goal is to find programs that don't exist. For Because really my goal is for 18 months to four-year-olds. And then because we have a lot of programs, you know, generally communities, they start at four some at three, but mainly at four years old and up. And they have lots of good programs. But the 18-month-old to four years old is really not. And maybe because I've come across insurance purposes, or they say they're too young, or, um, you know, there's a lot of parents got to be involved and all of that. So I'm coming and saying, hey, look, it's possible. 
how can we make this happen what do I need to do there are parents stay-at-home parents who do want to have activities other than just going to the library and sing songs you know and to the fire station now come on let's let's get some programs involved so it's really getting people to think differently and then I go and ask people is anyone else doing this and people say no you're the only one <laughs> so I what I'm telling you this is just because you don't have you don't know what the future holds like you have your group now but you don't know if the group's going to go with you for the next season you can't give up you gotta act I mean and it's kind of like but when I flip it I say well you know the next season if no one watches it like I was reading an article about Oprah and how she was just her different season on when she was in the Oprah show and then when she switched to a network it was a totally different audience and just how she's been learning a lot from that and how they have to shift their thinking and the different type of audience they're now reaching and you know so I'm thinking man is that going to be like me with little local ventures I've got to evolve little local ventures I've got to evolve myself I mean I've got to change my way you know how I use my gifts you know how I serve the community listen to the community and then give them what they want but the only thing is, I mean, they may want it now, but will they want it next year? I mean, for the price I'm asking for, and it's really not a lot. I mean, people people are saying it's really cheap, but you're going to have 10 people say it's cheap, but if no one buys it, what does that say? It's not, they don't want to purchase it for whatever reason. So... If you're listening to this podcast, you know, you may be going through some stuff like, I don't know, you know, creating something that doesn't exist, that you don't know if anyone's going to buy it or use it, or you may even, like I say, maybe in a job and the position is not even there. I mean, you look at the company and like, there's only my you know you can't it's such a small company it could be 10 people could be 12 and there's and you have dreams to you want to be part of the company but you just don't want to do what you were doing I mean you have outgrown your role then I'm I like I said to when I said to the owner of this company that I worked for a long time I said you know I've been waiting for so long to get out of this role that you've given me and I want to do something else. Now, he is like, okay, everything that you ask for is a no because I had to, you know, I gave them three emails and I wrote very long emails and I had meetings and they just keep going around and around and around about it. So I said, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to wait on you anymore. I'm just going to create my own role. And it <laughs> Yeah, and that's another story together. So here, here's what I'm saying. The path in front of you is not going to be clear. But you know you're on a path because you're on ground. You're, you're, you're standing. And the grass is long. Or if it's not long, it's either, you know, 
the the stones, the pavement is just dirt, <laughs> and it's all open. Like there's not a clear sign like left, go right. You know, there's not even like an echo. Like you can hear something like "coco, coco, come this way" or a bird. <laughs> it's just you in the path. So you ask yourself, okay, I have all this freedom and I'm looking, do I just walk straight? Do I go left, go right? You know, do I go back? I mean, or do I stay here? <sighs> well, I'm just saying the decision is yours. But for me, what always works out is I just keep moving. And as I keep moving one step forward each time, sometimes, like I told my husband today, I've either... I keep going forward, then I have to take a little bit of a right turn. You know, i got to turn right just a little bit. And then I keep going, then uh, i got to go left a bit. But I'm always moving forward. And then sometimes I'll just stay still for a little bit, and then I'll just keep going and keep going. But don't be afraid to keep moving. Don't be afraid to keep still. Don't be afraid to, if you need to turn a little bit, turn. And, yeah, but just keep moving forward. And give yourself, give yourself grace and give yourself time to take it in when you need to take it in. And, but learn from each step, like seriously. And then I was asking myself, you know what, I love to, I love to hear from other people. You know, people's, well I'm not really, it's kind of funny that I'm doing this podcast because I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm more of a visual. I love YouTube and you know I so and yeah I like reading blogs too but I'm thinking you know what the the speakers that I love to listen to and there's a variety of speakers both men and ladies and young and you know ones will have lots of wisdom I'm thinking that if I put them all together they all are saying the same thing so if they've all been saying the same thing, like seriously, no matter what language, if you put them all down, if you, if I got all my favorite speakers, they would all say, yeah, that's what I've been saying. But then I'm thinking, then why is it there's so many people saying the same thing and they've been saying it for years? Like it's nothing new. And then I told myself, I think it's because it's like this. When I was in college and I took, you know, the same subjects and then sometimes you take the same, the same class, like if you, if I, look, oh my gosh, I had the number one world record for failures, I'm serious, I think I had nine failures, nine Fs, college classes and I was meeting my counsellor and I said, has anyone had this many fails? And she was like, no. I mean, I didn't even know if anyone else has this many failures today, 2019. But when I was in school, college three years ago, I seriously was at number nine. And I didn't care. I was like, you know what? But that's another story. Anywho, so I think it's sometimes, so when I repeated another class, I got it. And I was like, this is the same class. But it's just with a different professor. Why didn't I pass the first time? 
well there's a lot of factors but why did I connect more with the second well what it wasn't only just the professor I mean the the class because you know I did better the second time but it was the way the professor delivered it I could connect to what they were saying how they how they teach so I that's what I was thinking to myself oh my gosh I guess that's why a lot of people like certain or different types of personal development some people are personal development motivational speakers spiritual speakers and that's I guess we have all different churches because we could be uh, the theme would be the same or the class would be the same but the person who delivers it not everybody can connect to that type of style that type of communication and then I think to myself huh well that's like me I mean seriously what who I mean there's so many podcasts out there there's so many people talking about the same topic why would anyone listen to me and I was thinking you know what once again this message what I'm saying to you um you're not for everybody I mean I don't know who's for me I'm still looking I have zero fans and zero connections but there's something that when I talk or the stories I share or just how I stop and start and I fumble when I not fumble but I mumble when I talk you can relate to that <laughs> like seriously so I guess if you're listening to me it's because you're kind of like me and um, that's what I love about it and that's why I'm like huh the more I meet, there's other people like that. They're not exactly like me, but they can relate to me. And that's all I have to focus on. And if I'm not me, and I'm trying to be someone else, then it's not going to work. Because I'm going to miss all of you guys, all of you guys listening to me. So that's, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm at 21.52. Now, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I my longest is generally like 10 minutes. And I always wondered, how are people going to do, how how can you talk for 40 minutes? I mean, I can talk for 40 minutes to my husband, but that's another topic. I mean, he's thought, I asked him if he's, he's not listening to me because obviously I would have realized he would have been one fan. But, so that is my nugget. I hope you get it before you're in your 40s. It's so true. Just be you. I mean, I was going to say just be you, but if you're a serial... I mean, unless you're a serial killer or some evil person, do not be you. You need to get help and you need Jesus to come into your life. So there's exceptions. I'm just saying that. (laughs) But that's my sense of humor. Okay then, so... And that's it. Have a good evening. Be kind to yourself and God bless you. Don't be so harsh. The world is already, you know, it's already hard out there. So I say, you know what, be kind to yourself. Okay, bye.